Welcome to Art of the Kickstart, your source for crowdfunding campaign success. I'm your host, Roy Morjan, president of Inventus Partners, the top full-service turnkey product development and crowdfunding marketing agency in the world. We have helped startups raise over $100 million for our clients since 2010. Each week, I'll interview a crowdfunding success story, an inspirational entrepreneur, or a business expert in order to help you take your startup to the next level with crowdfunding. Art of the Kickstart is honored to be sponsored by Backerkit and The Gadget Flow. Backerkit makes software that crowdfunding project creators use to survey backers, organize data, and manage orders for fulfillment by automating your operations and helping you print and ship faster. The Gadget Flow is a product discovery platform that helps you discover, save, and buy awesome products. It is the ultimate buyer's guide for luxury gadgets and creative gifts. Now let's get on with the show. Welcome to another edition of Art of the Kickstart. Today I am joined with Narek Vardanya with the crowdfunding formula. Narek, thank you so much for joining us today. Hi, thanks for having me. So you started the crowdfunding formula. Please give our audience what the backstory is there. Well, it started very interesting. Uh, we, with my friends, started to explore and research crowdfunding for one of the projects that we had in mind. And we explored it that much and understand that it would, the crowdfunding would not work for that project. And, but as long as we had so much information and so much knowledge about crowdfunding, we decided to share that information. And, and I created a guide called 57 Secrets of Crowdfunding. And it turned out to be very helpful and people started to approach me and ask these questions and uh, what will this work, will this not work, etc, etc. So I decided to open this the crowdfunding formula platform and share all the knowledge that I can uh, which will be helpful to people. And this this is how it all started. So two years ago I opened the crowdfundingformula.com and uh, put some resources in there. Uh, we have a training program, we have these guides, uh, so it turned out to be helpful. Very impressive. So let's talk about crowdfunding in general. What do you think, you know, because you've seen and worked with so many campaigns, what do you think is the biggest benefit of launching a product on Kickstarter or Indiegogo versus, you know, what companies would have done five or 10 years ago? Yeah, this is this is very exciting, uh, exciting industry and it's emerging. And uh, although from the first side to many people, the first benefit they might see in funding, but overall when you go in deep into crowdfunding, you see that funding is uh, and can be not the primary benefit of crowdfunding because you get so much benefits from there. Like you get loyal customers, you get PR, you get uh, cooperation with other campaigns, with other companies, you get offers from investors, and basically, uh, it's very hard for a typical company to uh, enter to the market with all uh, with all this. But in crowdfunding, it's different. Like uh, people love crowdfunding, PR agencies and uh, journalists uh, love to publish crowdfunding campaigns. So basically, it also market research. So uh, you uh, very easily can test whether your product or your or your idea will work in the market or not. And then spend like all your resources and time to develop uh, this product. Absolutely. So, what are the what are some of the things that a campaign creator should consider before deciding to launch their 
project on a crowdfunding platform? Well, first of all, if somebody decides to go into crowdfunding, they should understand that it is not working on its own and the platform will not bring all the benefits to you. Uh, so uh, typically, if we take into calculation these numbers, typically, like uh, considering that the conversion rate is around 1% or 2%, you should understand that uh, if you need like 1,000 bakers to bake your project, you need around 100,000 people to visit your campaign. So those people somehow need to know about you and visit your campaign. And if you need 100,000 people to visit your campaign page, you need at least millions to know about you. So you should clearly analyze and understand that you need some sources of traffic and uh, you need to use those sources and analyze on the go to, uh, to, to make sure you got the targeted and uh, needed people visit your campaign and pay you. So uh, for, for the start, it's very good to start with collecting subscribers. It's very good to collect the emails of people who, who are interested in your product and they will give you a, a good engagement in the first couple of days uh, and you'll get a great rating in the platform that you are uh, planning to go in and uh, people will start noticing you. So the first, uh, this first boost is, is uh, very important. So all your preparation and uh, all your activities should be targeted to uh, get a first uh, boost in the first couple of days and then it will then uh, then you should also have some other uh, other strategies to 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 keep the momentum going to keep the ball rolling so uh, so it goes well absolutely so when you're talking with a, a campaign or a project creator how do you help them decide whether Kickstarter or Indiegogo is a better fit for them? Um, well, uh, we first start researching the project and see uh, what what was the past success of the similar campaigns that were on Kickstarter or on Indiegogo. And uh, we also try to research the demographics of Kickstarter campaigns and Indiegogo campaigns. And basically, this research can give you a lot of uh, a, a lot of knowledge. For example, um, there, there are currently good tools uh, like KickTrack for Kickstarter, and BakerKit also has their uh, Baker Tracker for Indiegogo campaigns as well. You can uh, track this uh, this curve, funding curve of the campaigns. And basically, what I noticed is that if the curve is currently is kind of very steady growing. You can understand that there is a good uh, good traffic of that or in on that platform, and if you see that there are like a lot of variations, it goes down, it goes up, and it's kind of like varying all the time. You may understand that the creators are like kind of pushing it all, all the time and trying to do some boosts, uh, but basically it's not 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 due to the platform's traffic. So uh, this is one of the ways that you can research, uh, but basically you should uh, clearly research the campaigns that are similar to you, and this will give you a lot of valuable information. Absolutely. Yeah, it's nice to have all of that info out there nowadays to be able to do the research and come back with a qualified guesstimate of what to do, where to launch, and price points as well. Uh -huh. So Narek, you, you reached out to me probably a couple weeks ago for a campaign that you're working on now or that we're working on together called Volterman, which claims to be the world's most powerful smart wallet. Mm -hmm. This campaign's about to hit a million dollars. 
tell us a little bit of background about the Volterman project on Indiegogo. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, this is a very interesting project and the backstory is also very interesting. I try to cover as much as possible. So this guy who is a very talented engineer uh, approached us for helping him in crowdfunding. And But the uh, initial product that he has and he tested for a couple of years was not suitable for crowdfunding. So basically what he has at that time was, uh, was, uh, was a very good wallet uh, with a power bank and distance alarm system. The, the idea was really cool and we took that idea, but like uh, after researching the market, we understand that this is something that already exists in the market. So we told them that uh, you need to make some innovative element in the wallet and you, you need to solve some very clear problems. And uh, we started to work on it and brainstorm together of what, what, uh, what features we can incorporate to the wallet to solve some very handy problems that we are facing uh, in our everyday life. So, we asked them like the distance alarm, like that all the all the current smartwatches has it, have it, had at the moment, were solving the issue of forgetting the wallet only within twenty meters. So we say, okay, can you solve this issue like uh, overall? Like for example, if you lost the wallet, you need to find some ways uh, to track it globally. So we said yes, we can incorporate the GPS tracker in, and it did. Then we say, okay, the Another, another problem is for travelers is that when people are traveling, the, uh, the Wi-Fi is, uh, the roaming internet is very expensive, so most of the people are turning off their roaming, and so it turns out they don't have uh, Wi-Fi internet. And he managed to solve that issue as well. So after all, this wallet, Waterman, which is a very beautiful wallet, has a built-in power bank, a GPS tracker, distance alarm system, and even we managed to incorporate there a camera which uh, takes a picture of anyone who opens that wallet in the lost mode. This is this is very funny uh, feature of, of the wallet because I tell you a secret that uh, we mainly incorporated this feature for media because your wallet can be brilliant and you might solve a very very uh, handy and very good problems that everybody is, is facing, but if you need media talking about you and you need a really good buzz, you need to have something that people should talk, people should should share. And this camera was designed like primarily for that for that purpose. Interesting. No, it certainly worked. I know the uh, huh. the now this feature videos receive millions and millions of views and tens of thousands a of comments. Absolutely, absolutely. So now when you search Waterman, all the articles that you will find comes with the headline this. This wallet has a camera which pictures this. So, and it really worked. Uh, it really created a buzz and we knew about it. So, uh, we got a really good attention of media on this project. And we got also many Facebook pages sharing, sharing our video and creating a, a viral effect. So, uh, another thing that we put attention was the design of the wallet and branding. Because at that time when this guy who, who had this idea of the wallet came to us, the design was really awful. Like, uh, it, it was like great functionality, but there was totally no design in there. And the brand was different, the naming was different. So we created everything from scratch. Uh, we put a really high attention on design. We involved the best designers of the field and uh, tried to make it, make it as, as good as possible. And we worked a lot on the branding, on naming of the wallet. So you need to understand that if you if you are coming 
with, with your project to crowdfunding, the competition is really high and you need to stand out from the market with some very distinctive features. Yeah, solid advice. I mean, the, the Volterman campaign hit the funding goal on the first day. What do you think was the biggest factor responsible for that? Mainly subscribers. So we collected uh, more than 20,000 subscribers, uh, which were eager to buy the, buy the product at the first day. So we collecting subscribers is, uh, is good, but you need to engage with them and you need to, need to create a momentum and you need to make sure that everybody uh, knows the exact time of your launch. Another good tool was, and that, that we are currently also using uh, a couple of times in the campaign, is Thunderclap. Like it played, it uh, makes a flash mob effect and shares everybody's message at the same time. So another good tip for people who are preparing for crowdfunding and who are planning to use Thunderclap would be to create incentives for uh, for people to join their Thunderclap campaign. So what we did, we promised a free giveaway of people who part- would participate in the Thunderclap campaign. And many of our of our subscribers and many of our friends and uh, and many of our network uh, like uh, have have more motivation and more incentives to join the campaign because uh, some three people out of there won free watermelons and we got a really big momentum and big uh, effect because everybody started to share. So it sounds like you've been engaging these uh, crowdfunding backers. Since the beginning, what, what's been your experience since the campaign's launched now that you have almost 7,000 backers for the campaign? Yeah, so uh, we had our estimation of what sources we will use and where we'll have our traffic uh, come to our page. But I think the biggest reason behind the success of this campaign is that we could analyze in real time what works and what doesn't. So we initially we plan to use all the social media like Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, LinkedIn, and even Snapchat. And but we understand that mostly our traffic is coming from Facebook, and particularly from Facebook pages who are sharing our video. So we cut all all all, all our attention from all these all, all these social media campaigns that were not that successful and that were not bringing so much return on our on our time investment and put uh, our attention mainly to Facebook pages. And here's a good strategy that can be helpful. So uh, there are a lot of good pages with, with more than 1 million followers and likes. And there are some uh, big pages that, that uh, take some, make, make a paid post for that. And so basically if you approach to a lot of pages and nobody agrees to share your project, you can make one paid post and after that, if it got more, more views, you should approach to other pages and tell them that you have a viral video and show them the, your previous success and convince them that this video will bring a lot of benefit to their page and they will, they will get many new followers and new likes because of your video. So in our case, it worked really well. After like a couple of paid posts, we got a lot of pages like with more than 20 million likes, with more than 20 million followers posting our video for free and uh, we got like close to 100 million views so far. It, it brings a lot of effect, a lot of traffic. People start searching on Google, people start visiting your website, your campaign page, and it was one of the main sources that work very well. Then another another thing is that you should, you should start research and working with the media. And um, what we're doing uh, in our preparation stage 
we were collecting the uh, mails, email, emails of journalists, of targeted journalists who were covering similar products uh, before. So this this is not a difficult task. You, everybody can do this. They should just uh, need to need to research their the, the campaigns that that are similar to them. And everybody uh, in these days puts a list of their media uh, coverage on their campaign pages. So they need to. Uh, the, and there are also some good tools which help to find the emails of the journalists. And uh, you need to analyze with Alexa the ranking of the website and need to try to understand which websites will, will work well for you and try to approach them during the campaign. So with media, there are like two, two basic strategies. Uh, one is that you can approach only the big ones. And when big, big media shares your project and covers you, some other small and medium uh, publications will start to follow them. But this is very hard because, again, the competition is really hard. Uh, and it's very difficult to find like one of these big shark uh, media publications to cover you. So in order to minimize the risk, uh, we collected a big list of medium and small publications like close to 6,000. And we approached them uh, all the time. We convinced them to cover this story uh, and, and we succeed. We got uh, very diversified traffic sources. We got many medium and small publications talking about us. And even uh, in the mid campaign, we didn't have any big publication at that time. We got like a couple of hundreds of medium publications, which also had solid traffic as well. Some solid advice there, Narek. So this campaign is, is nearing the end. What's been the biggest surprise so far that you've encountered with the campaign? Uh, well, the, 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 there, there are uh, like a couple of surprises. Uh, and I think... In, in terms of good surprise, uh, we got a lot of really good feedbacks from our bakers. Like we created a survey and we asked them, what feature would you add to the wallet? And what functionality you would include in the wallet? And like how basically you see we should improve this, this product. And you can imagine you know, what kind of good, good advices we got from there that we otherwise might never, never thought of. And uh, we liked a couple of them so much that we immediately put them in the stretch goals. And although we didn't plan to, to include this kind of uh, functionality and didn't think of uh, these, these kind of uh, features, they were so great and we really liked them. So we immediately managed to incorporate them in our stretch goals and we will definitely include them. So this is one of the benefits of crowdfunding, that your audience is not similar to typical customers. They are more similar to teammates who are really who really are involved in your daily activities and who really want to be helpful. And it's like brainstorming with thousands of people who have uh, great ideas. And uh, this is this is a perfect thing that everybody can benefit from crowdfunding. Absolutely. So, what would be your top tip for raising a million dollars on crowdfunding? Um, there are many tips. <laughs> Uh, but like uh, mostly, this is the preparation and this is the understanding of how crowdfunding works. Uh, I would highly advise to go here with a team, and even if you don't have a big team, if you if you have a great idea but don't have anybody uh, like in your side to to join you with this journey, you can 
There are a number of strategies that you can, first of all, build your team. You can approach some designers, uh, you can, for example, what we, what we did, we uh, approached the university and asked them that we need many volunteers to work on this project because we knew that there's, there are a lot of work in here uh, in terms of searching these emails, uh, working this with these publications, etc., etc. So uh, we got around 20, 20 volunteers from the university who were eager to join the project like for free, almost for free. Because it is a great experience for them and this is, this is also great help for us. So this is, this is the, the number one advice that I'd like to give everybody to start with the team, to, to have clear uh, like roles, clear uh, specialization of every member in the team and to start preparing. To start collecting subscribers, to start analyzing what channels and what sources work for their competitors and what they will do throughout the campaign. This is the hard work. Besides hard work, it should be smart work. So you should, you should understand that you need to, uh, need to be awake all the time from start to the finish to, to make it go. So what, if anything, would you do differently, Narek, if you were starting this whole campaign over again? I, I would put more attention on sources that, uh, that are working the best. So uh, one of the mistakes that we did with this campaign, we tried a lot, of, a lot of things. From one point, it is good to understand what uh, works, what's not, but sometimes it's taking a lot of time and a lot of resources for you to understand which is which are the best sources of return on investment. So in the next campaign, we will like filter them out and we'll put more attention on on the on the channels that bringing the highest return on investment, both in terms of time and money. Excellent, Nurek. This is going to get us into our launch round, where I'm going to rapid fire questions at you. You good to go? Sure. So, what inspired you to be an entrepreneur? Uh, the, the ability to innovate and the ability to, to be a creator in there. This is really interesting for me and I really, uh, I, I love to, to uh, take the tools and take the, take what is there and start to innovate, start to create something new and to see, to see it working. This is a great inspiration. If you could have a meal with any entrepreneur throughout history, who would it be? I really like Elon Musk. Uh, I, I like how uh, fantastic ideas he has from time to time and uh, probably him or Elon. What, what, uh, that's a good question. <laughs> I, I have to think of it, but probably what is his inspiration like from uh, where he got, where he gets uh, his biggest ideas and what helps him in that? What business book or book in general would you recommend to our audience? But in our plan for crowdfunding, I would recommend to read these 57 Secrets of Crowdfunding. <laughs> uh, and I think they can find some uh, useful advice in there. They, they can download it for free in the crowdfundingformula.com. Nice plug there, Narek. Where do you see yourself in five years, sir? In five years, I think, uh, again, in the same place, but uh, much more developed. I really like this digital uh, commerce, this internet marketing, and I have many ideas to implement, so I think it definitely will be internet marketing and digital marketing sphere, and uh, I hope to make some innovations uh, in there. Last question, Narek. What does the future of crowdfunding look like? 
Crowdfunding is really emerging and uh, what we see currently is increasing competition, increasing uh, knowledge among bakers. Like if uh, five years ago somebody would have only a great idea and they can post this idea into a crowdfunding platform and it will work, now it will not uh, because bakers also got smart and uh, they clearly understand like who can produce and who can close the overall cycle of this production and who will not. So basically uh, in, uh, in five years crowdfunding will be very competitive and uh, it will be a place where, uh, where, where you really need to be prepared and where you really need to understand that you are going to face a big competition from some big companies as well. Absolutely. Narek, you've been awesome. Please give our audience your pitch. Tell them what you're all about, where they should go, and why they should check you out. Well, uh, regarding Waterman, I would really uh, advise anybody who has experienced uh, some kind of problems that Waterman is solving to, to get that wallet because it's really awesome. Like Besides, uh, it, it's, uh, it has a really nice design and slim and it's really great wallet and it has also a power bank which can charge your phone on the go and it has this GPS tracking, Wi-Fi, uh, distance alarm, etc, etc. So this is really, really uh, ha handy features and they are really solving uh, everyday problems. And besides all that, besides all the tech inside, it's a really cool wallet and uh, with a premium quality and uh, design. Absolutely. Narek, you've been awesome. Audience, thank you again for tuning in. Make sure to visit artofthekickstart.com for all the show notes, a full transcript, links to everything we talked about today. And of course, thank you to our crowdfunding podcast sponsors, The Gadget Flow and Backer Kit. Narek, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thanks, Roy. Thanks for the awesome questions. My pleasure. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Art of the Kickstart the show about building a business, world, and life with crowdfunding. If you've enjoyed today's episode, awesome. Make sure to visit artofthekickstart.com and tell us all about it. There you'll find additional information about past episodes, our Kickstarter guide to crushing it. And of course, if you love this episode a lot, leave us a review at artofthekickstart.com slash iTunes. It helps more inventors, entrepreneurs, and startups find this show and helps us get better guests to help you build a better business. If you need more hands-on crowdfunding strategy advice, please feel free to request a quote on inventuspartners.com. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll see you again next week.